Podcast. I am Chris Jeffa. And I'm Katie Nordgren. With us, oh, very exciting episode this week. We have two guests. This has only happened once before. Whoa! Oh, we have Kyle Carpenter and oh. I don't know how to say your last name. Nico DeCecco. Oh, DeCecco. I was like, DeCecco. <laughs> that would not have been right. <laughs> it's a good Who, name. It has music. Nico, Who are, Nico DeCecco? That's a lovely name. It's lovely. <laughs> and you are wearing a striped shirt, which makes me believe that you were just piloting a gondola on the way over here. Yeah, Yeah, it's a terrible way to transit in uh, in Vancouver. (laughs) Yeah, it's very dry. (laughs) Anyway, they're here to promote their friend show, Fifty Shades of Dave, which is an erotic parody of the Vinyl Cafe. Mm -hmm. That sacred Canadian radio program (laughs) with a recently deceased creator... (laughs) Yeah, let's just get out in front of that. Let's then. just yeah. let's just nail that down right now. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's it's a very loving tribute. You started writing it before he died. We did. Yes, yes. you're not total assholes. No, no, no. Actually, a year before he died. Yeah. Uh, wow. We we started in uh, what our fringe applications do. I mean, we wrote the first story like years and years ago, um, and then fringe applications came due in. September and October, something like that. Yes. And we started working on the full 60-minute show around then. And then he died in February, a month after we finished our first draft. And then we had yeah. about six months to polish it. Uh, and so re- as to recalibrate. Av- yeah, to recalibrate so as to avoid being well, assholes. we were always pretty nice with it. Yeah. Now, yeah, very the, much so. The whole thing started as a party trick, Basically. Because you can do a pretty mean well, Dave impression. Both of yeah. us could sort of do the impression. Yeah. Okay. And we would just start saying awful things just the back worst and stuff forth to each of. other. <laughs> Again, just to make our friends laugh. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then we, once we just didn't get tired of it, yeah. uh, we decided like, well, what if we wrote a full story? What would it sound like? And I think it would go a little something yeah. like this. You're prompting me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll get there. Uh, <laughs> Damn it. This but, isn't morning radio. You don't have to uh, cheer. I have, I have, no, I'll do it for sure. I'd love to. Wah, 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 wah. Katie and the jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the jerk. Yes, I know. <laughs> anyway, wow, we're really full of beans this morning. Yeah, I know. I'm literally eating beans this morning. Fantastic. Sorry, Nico. Please uh, so continue. I was saying, anyway, very quickly it became clear to us that w- what we wanted to do was write it as if Stuart McLean were writing a sex story himself. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> that was funnier to us, and I think it was more tasteful and just struck yeah. the tone of the Vinyl Cafe much more accurately. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And more satisfying, like a more satisfying thing to write, because yeah. I think it's hilarious to make Stuart McLean say the most raunchy shit. <laughs> but yeah, it's funny. funny It's funny for five minutes. Yes. It couldn't carry a full 60 minutes. But he carried Canada for 20 years <laughs> with the way that he wrote his stories. So yes. using that as a model was the best gift we had, really, okay. in this yeah. whole thing. It's like completely, it's, it's like anti-theology of Canada to say that you don't like the Vinyl Cafe, to say but that you don't like... Do. Oh, no, it's true. A lot of people really we, hate it. It's, yep. it's been fascinating doing the show, just hearing all the different perspectives on it. Yep. People, And it's great for us because people who love the Vinyl Cafe, they're, they're so excited to hear 
the impression and hear the stories. I've like always wanted to hear a horny Dave. <laughs> they have. Yeah. yeah. Weirdly, it's true. Uh, it's always had, been in the back of my mind. I want to know how he fucks. <laughs> I've had one person say uh, that she needs five years before she can see our story. Okay. Our story. Huh. One, yeah. Um, and everybody else is like, oh, that's funny. That's just immediately funny. <laughs> uh, and then the other side, people who hate it, Love it because mm-hmm. we're taking the piss out of it. Right. So it's it we're really having our cake and we are eating it too. The toughest sell is uh, people who have no idea who either Stuart McLean is, or weirdly who Garrison Keillor is, because <laughs> right. I can sell Americans on this show with with mm-hmm. saying Garrison Keillor reading sex stories, and they're yeah. like, oh, okay, I mean that's funny. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. But uh, yeah, flyering. I've there's been a few times. Oh, I don't know. A prairie the vinyl. Bone Companion. Oh, thank you. Oh, God. Okay, Sorry, how much do you want? No. How much do you want? $25. $25? No, oh, I'm joking. Okay. I'm kidding. That's all yours. We'll work out the deals later. <laughs> yeah, like flyering lines just saying, hey, would you like to hear about a show? Uh, if they're American, it's like, cool, got it. But yeah. I keep running into like Irish people. Yeah, exactly. It's like, ugh, I don't. I'm not going to waste your time. Have a great friend. Yeah. Should I walk on? Yeah, I, I did that the other day, except I'm. I'm more aggressive or bolder. I don't know what it is. I keep going. And uh, and so it's like, oh, you don't know Garrison? Okay. Um, do you like sex stories? Yeah. <laughs> do you like sex? Do you like sex? <laughs> and uh, and yeah. it's, I mean, because it is. It just works as a comedy of errors about awkward middle-aged people having sex. Yeah. It's That's awesome. That's wonderful. all I want to see things about. <laughs> right? Pretty much. I just watched It's Complicated for the first time oh, nice. recently. Oh, yeah. Which nice. was which was really fun watching, you know, Alec Baldwin try to get his fuck on with... Uh, oh, that guy fucks. With, that guy fucks so much with Meryl <laughs> Streep. That gal fucks. Oh, yeah. yeah she fucks. She for sure. fucks. <laughs> but, um, Steve Martin doesn't fuck. Yeah, I don't think he fucks. I don't think no. he fucks. He just banjos. Yeah. <laughs> well, other people fuck. Yeah. Right. <laughs> on the prairie bone companion the soundtrack yeah. to an orgy damn the lamb the lamb the lamb eight dogs eight bandages no, this is, we're, we're writing next year's show already okay perfect fantastic <laughs> right. uh, that one you can tour to the states you can yeah, take exactly. it to That's Seattle cool. French yeah, yeah. yeah. Seattle we'll, we'll, we'll write a yuppie deliverance I guess you'd have to do, yeah, God, you'd have to do, like, uh, the Savage Love cast, but make it completely innocent. Like, that's the only way you could do the same thing there, is pretty much, like, take Dan Savage and make him so pure, so so pure, and so fine. But But we could take it to Orlando. Orlando's got a great fringe, and they love sex stuff. Yes. Ah, okay, no. that's good to know. Yeah, and you can yeah change it to yeah Garrison Keeler and yeah. just the Prairie Bone Commander. That's a, that's a genuinely Bone good idea, and I will compensate you for it. <laughs> <laughs> right but um, I will say the one of the coolest things is how stoked people have been to hear new Vinyl Cafe stories. Yeah. Aww. Like. <laughs> that's very heartwarming. And that's the yeah. point. That's actually the point of it. I just yeah. got really like. So uh, it's it's something that exists outside of Stuart McLean. Like it became so big in his in yeah. his creation of it that it now is completely separate from him in a lot of ways. So like right. it's an idea and a feeling that you can bring. So Nico, I haven't told you this yet, oh. but uh, my partner Megan is volunteering at this year's Fringe. So she's hearing the chatter on the street. That's mm. not meant. You know, to, to boy us up after yeah. a performance. Mm-hmm. Nobody's fluffing us when, when she hears this stuff. So uh, They don't provide the volunteers for that at the fridge. No, no, it's true. It's an oversight. But uh, she said she overheard some people talking, and one was selling a friend on the show, and they said that it was like listening to the missing stories. Oh, my God. Right? That's so nice. It feels so good. 
That's, oh, I'm just so happy to see you boys happy. Uh, <laughs> to see it going well, because Fringe yeah. is such, uh, uh, it's an exercise in self-harm. <laughs> in a lot of ways have to do it. Have you done the Fringe? No, but I know a lot of people who yeah. are doing it and have done it and have had like some hard runs this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And have just been like, I want to die. Yeah. <laughs> this year? Who's having a hard up, run this year? Not at Vancouver, but like okay. at, at different Fringes. Oh. Like I, I have a lot of friends who've done shows sort of all over Canada yeah. this year. Like they yeah. did, was there a Halifax? Halifax Fringe? I don't remember. Uh, they did. There was really Edmonton, happened, there yeah. was Halifax, and there's like Victoria, Toronto, and Vancouver, right, right. and Toronto. Winnipeg's and so like people one. are, Winnipeg is another one. So yeah. a lot of people hitting all of those. And, you know, some of them have overall fairly successful shows, but they'll have a couple of really bad performances. It, inevitably, yeah. And it's just like, it just seems hard. <laughs> it is hard. And, and I mean, the reason I kind of picked up and asked, oh, who's having a hard time, mm-hmm. is when I find out about that, I plug them. You just, we artists try to help each other out. Totally. Plug them at every opportunity. So that, and because it's, the truth is it's never because the show is bad. Mm-hmm. It's just not finding its audience in yeah. whatever city it's in. Mm-hmm. And a bad review can sink you. And a bad review can sink you. And there's some people out there who seem really, really determined to be as shitty as possible to people who oh. are like amateurs and doing this for the first time. Yeah, we can name names, can't we? Like, yeah, sure. go please. We're all yeah. about naming well, names as long as we don't name politicians who can get you in trouble. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, they, no, there are just some, and there's some really sweet... Colin <laughs> Thomas. <laughs> Fuck Colin Thomas. Fuck Colin Thomas. Did Ryan Gunther review his he, reviews? He did. sure did. Yeah. So, do you it's know Ryan really Gunther, good. Chris? He is a local comic and uh, a fringer and a very smart and very mean person. Nice. He's never been mean to me, in fairness, he's always been very polite and deferential, but as one should be in my presence. <laughs> yeah. um, but he's got but, a streak. And oh, you can he tell. has a dark streak to him, yeah. and he has That's that true. ability to observe, find the most vulnerable point, and attack. And so he does <laughs> review amazing. reviews. So anytime one of his friends gets a terrible review for like a fringe show or something mm-hmm. like that, he will take the review and review it, <laughs> and then it, it will break apart their arguments. It is almost erotic to read it. It is so satisfying so to see it picked nice. apart. Yeah, yeah and so. Uh, uh, a couple shows that were in Victoria before they came to Vancouver got reviews by Colin Thomas on his blog, and he was. I know how to take the ferry. <laughs> that fucking guy. Yeah, he's like, how how did I see these shows already before Vancouver Fringe started? I got a ticket on the ferry. Yeah, it's just it's just smug. What a Someone douche! Should have pushed him off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're king of the world, Colin Thomas. Not anymore. <laughs> and um, two names, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> At the risk of being controversial, hmm. he he doesn't al- he's not always wrong when mm-hmm. he observes things, but he's the meanest. He's mm-hmm. too satisfied with his observations. So pleased. Right. He's and very pleased. He'll he'll make an observation about, you know, something that could be improved totally. and condemn the entire project as a result. Yeah. Which is not human. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a human. Other people approach. were laughing. Yeah. 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 But I just didn't find it funny. No stars. Zero stars. Yeah. I mean, that's better hell. than some of the reviews I've seen on the on the circuit this year, which Ryan Gunther has also review reviewed. God bless Ryan Gunther. Um, there's this <laughs> one woman who works for the CBC goal. in Winnipeg who seems to review shows not for the show, but for like the venue they're in, which fringe <laughs> artists don't have any control over. No, you get assigned to a yeah. space and you try to make it work. You make it work. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But she was mad because this great show called Beers About Songs, uh, all about beers, uh, but also not actually about beers, really about um, spousal abuse. Okay. It was like a really moving show mm-hmm. uh, about a man experiencing domestic abuse. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, she was mad. She gave it three stars. Not she had no criticisms of the show except that the audience didn't get beer and it wasn't set in a bar. 
And he couldn't control that. You can't give your audience beer no. in a black box theater. What? That's so stupid. <laughs> yeah, so three oh. stars for being in the wrong venue that he oh had no God. control. God, if I had to review Frenchos, just everybody gets five. Like they're yeah. working so hard. No, no, no. That's you know what? That's, that's not helpful too. either. No, but I, that's why I'm not that's a reviewer. That's actually what happened Nico. in Regina. <laughs> that's why I'm not a reviewer. I guess because <laughs> I'm too tender. But Regina Fringe, which was a disaster this year. Oh no! Oh, uh, very poorly. Did you produced. take your show there? Or? I took a different show there. Okay. Uh, and. Uh, the, they, there were no proper reviews because the Regina media was not at all interested or even aware, as far as I can tell, of the fringe happening. What else did they have to do? Uh, Canada 150. It happened on that weekend. So oh. they were and the Rough Riders. All they care about is the Rough Riders. I know this. I yeah. know this. My so, wife is from there. Yeah. <laughs> so the fringe itself had reviewers go out and gave every, every show they saw a glowing mm. review. Which helps no one decide which shows they do or do do not want to see. Yeah. So, so yeah. No, I I'm grateful for a bad review if it it's, helps me make my show better. Yeah. yeah. Although it kind of sucks to get that when it's already on and you can't really do much about it, <laughs> and other people are gonna read it. And if you're touring, go. you can always tweak it. I mean, if That's we true. get a bad review here, that is a constructive bad review that mm -hmm. points out some genuine problems with the show. Not that I actually think there are any. There might be. I don't know. We'll find out. But. Uh, <laughs> Uh, if we do, then we have a year, a little less than a year, to tweak it and punch it up before yeah. Montreal and make it an even better oh, show. Oh, so you're going to take this to Montreal. Yeah, that's booked. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, boys. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I wanted to bring this up. Uh, this is my first Fringe. Okay. It's very exciting. Mm -hmm. It's very fun. Ooh, good, good Fringe baby boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, Nico is uh, my compatriot. Somewhat my, experienced. My brother in arms. He's jumped in headfirst mm -hmm. and is the most Fringe all the time now. Yeah. And it's yeah, I went full fringe. Pretty great. I don't think I can go full fringe. You friends. cannot. You, it's, not it's not in It's not in, in your heart. I've accepted this. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted. To, I tried for a bit to kind of pull you in under the water. And uh, and you're just a good swimmer, man. You're keeping your head up. Yep. 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 I can do it. I can do it. You're doing Kyle great. Likes, you're, you're Kyle in. likes to wade in up to his waist in everything. Yeah. Yes. God, that's true. <laughs> and evocative. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. And that's, I think that's very respectable. It means you can do a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I'm a lot of the same way. I don't like to go so deep into something that's the one thing I do. I like to do a lot of things halfway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> get pretty good. And then, and then fuck uh, right off yeah. and try something else. And then uh, get pretty good at that and then uh, fuck right off. <laughs> amazing. I'm so much the opposite of that. I oh, yeah. pick one thing for a Zeroed bit. Zeroed in. And ze like just laser focused. Mm -hmm. I do nothing else and it becomes obsessive it's a it's a problem in my life i've well, lost relationships really <laughs> lovely that the two of you are working together then because yeah. i think that's a good mix it is it really is yeah. we, balance you can hold on to his waistband of his shorts as you like we I'm have like, a swim deeper you fuck <laughs> <laughs> i'm not going to and uh, and i will but then we don't drown too yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly yeah. exactly Aww. So when I you get tired, you, you can just kind of float. <laughs> and then he can be on your chest like a little baby otter. Yeah. <laughs> Aww, that's a cute yeah. Have we done that photo shoot yet? Because we should do that. Please, yeah. I need a calendar, an entire yeah. calendar of this, because that's the cutest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> we, right. have, we have a similar kind of dynamic uh, where one of us is usually way more hardcore about something than the other. We can kind of just drag each other along. Mm -hmm. Who's Chris who is, here? Chris it, is like, it depends on the circumstance. I think oh, we, we flip back and forth depending on the project. Yeah, we're versatile. <laughs> we never know who's topping or who's bottoming right. at any given moment. But she's we we go astrology sometimes on the show, even though we both kind of don't believe in it, but we really believe in it at the same time. <laughs> she's a Capricorn, I'm a Pisces, so you know she's like, oh, I'm gonna do it, and I'm like, I'm just floating. <laughs> it's cool. Uh, you know the classic story about Niels Bohr, right? 
Oh yeah, of course. The science. science. Everybody knows that Kyle, you're wasting our time by saying Neil's, it again. Yeah, let's let's never. Let's get it. Never, tell me. Didn't he make that weird little thing that like goes into itself? Earl Burrow. The Mobius strip. No, I'm never? thinking of like this spe- uh, a special kind of flask that goes into it. It's never. Oh, the Earl oh. Meyer. F- no, that's no, not that's it. something else. That's a regular flask. I'm thinking of a fucked up thing that's not supposed I, to exist, like it. the Mobius. Somebody's strip. screaming at us right now. I know. Yeah. Anyway, Scream I, away, I you... should remember exactly what he's famous for, but I don't at the moment. The, the atom. Didn't he discover the atom or, or the atom- atomic structure? I am not prepared to confirm or deny that. <laughs> that line from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? That sounds wrong, but I don't know enough to say so. Uh, <laughs> Please tell us the classic story of anyway, yeah. <laughs> while Katie looks up what he's famous for. One of uh, the 20th century's most influential scientists. Um, so influential that we can't remember. I'm not a scientist. I'm, I'm comfortable with this. You're an uh, artsman. Yeah, I'm an artsman. I'm a moon of arts. <laughs> moon of arts. Uh, anyway, he had a horseshoe above his door. So somebody called him on it, like, you're a man of science, why are you participating in this uh, superstitious ritual, keeping a lucky horseshoe above your door? And apparently his response was something to the effect of, well, the man who sold it to me assured me it would work even if I didn't believe in it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I like that very That's much. That's what Neil deGrasse Tyson always says about science. Right. It's true whether or not you believe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, you know what else he says about science? On both sides. Yeah. Is that he likes to rub his boner on science. <laughs> he does He like loves that. it. He's yeah. like, mmm, science feels so good on my that. boner. <laughs> he loves science so much and hates everything that isn't science. Did you see that one tweet of his that was like, if only we studied how knowledge was created and how, like, learn about how we learn in school. And it's like, yeah, that's the humanities, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah, yeah. Like, which he has shit on before. Totally. Many times, yeah. Totally. He's such a killjoy. I know. <laughs> that was, I, I made a tweet last week about how, you know that there are some, like, TV scientists who are really, really invested in the idea that they're fuckable scientists. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Neil deGrasse Tyson is one of them. The other one is Stephen Pinker, if anyone is curious. Yeah. <laughs> Have you lived in Montreal? Did you go to You know girl? Stephen Pinker fucks. Uh-huh. <laughs> his, his undergrads, probably. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. like, oh, you got that language acquisition device, baby? <laughs> oh, gross. I don't even know who that is, and I feel so skeevy. I don't know. I've, yeah. I've heard some skeevy stories about Stephen oh, Pinker. Oh, shit. Damn it. I've, oh. Here I was just thinking that I had, like, an insight into his, like... Oh, you do. Okay, too much, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Far too You're much. Just too close to the Who Too good a judge this of character. This took a turn. Yeah. Well, we're throwing a lot of didn't shade we start, on pop science. Yeah, didn't I know, we right? start with a turn? Come from? Did we yeah. start with a turn? doing a show? What, what, what happened to that? What yeah. show are you doing? Tell well, me more about the show. We're doing 50 Shades of Dave. Oh, God. Yeah, no. <laughs> we're talking to Dave. Now's the time. Let's let's bust this can we, out. Can we speak to Dave, please? Yeah, what, what do you want to know? <laughs> oh, my God. It's so real. I can't look you in the eyes. Uh, Chris, I think you're going to have to what, take this one. Yeah, it's funny. That's that's what they say every time I have sex with someone. <laughs> this is good radio. You murdered Katie. She died. <laughs> I died. Uh, what can we get you to say in this horrible uh, it's voice? It's fine. I'll, I mean, like like we said, this started yeah. out as a party trick. Right? Yeah. I'll do the party trick again. Oh, please. Yeah. I really may, want may it. Stuart McLean, rest in peace. I'm so sorry <laughs> if this is... I bet, I bet he would be I chuckling. think he'd get a kick out of it. I've, yeah. I've heard yeah. stories that he, he did have like a... A darker, dirtier sense a of humor. A bit of a ri- ribald he, kind yeah. of. Yeah. <laughs> but he was also just incredibly dedicated to his fan base, and he knew that the vast majority of people who loved his show and supported it didn't even want to hear dirty words. They didn't want to hear any kind of blue material. Mm-hmm. So he stayed course, away from it. We're sort of discovering the opposite. I know, but, it's funny. But, no, I think he was right. Like, he did mm-hmm. the right thing. Yeah, because he, just... he was on public radio, and yeah. so you don't want to yeah. have to, like... 
oh, you know, this might be sensitive for children. Like, you yeah, want something right. that you can all listen to in That's the car right. on, like, a road trip or well, whatever. Well, and we're getting that forgiveness because it's fringe. Yes. Mm-hmm. People know fringe gets like, different rules. You want to be on the edge. Yeah. 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 Not that I think we're on the edge with this. Yes, no. thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. No, this, it's such a safe. It's, it is really safe. Yeah. 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 That's fine. So but how, it is fine. How, do you do several distinct stories? Yep. Or yep. how many? Three. Three. That's sort of rule of three. Yeah, that makes sense. Two, two and a half in a way. We have we have two sort of fully shaped stories and one that's more of an interlude. Yeah. Okay. Bit of a vignette. Um, it's still a ten minute story. Yeah. Um, but it's it's yeah, it's kind of like uh just it's the middle beat. It tells the story of Dave and Morley kind of in between discovering this new chapter in their <laughs> their sexual lives. And then the final story where uh, they're in the full swing of it. <laughs> Okay, I feel like swing was a very in. meaningful word yeah. in this. Oh, uh, we didn't we didn't go that way. With I, I was, I was or thinking did we? Sex yeah. swing, maybe. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that could work. Can I just give you notes? Can I just give you notes? Well, I mean, if we ever write a sequel to this, we need you know we're gonna have to yeah. make some plans. Yeah, sex yeah. Well, a delicate like... feminine perspective. You can come and get mine. Yeah, delicate. Yeah. Oh my god. Feminine. Of course, Dave wouldn't understand anchor points. No. He would not. It writes well, itself. Right it writes itself. David been getting pretty good at, at this rope stuff, but he still had things to learn. Uh, for one, David never understood which beams in the house were load-bearing. <laughs> I don't know, something yeah. like that. Sorry yeah, if I yeah. popped the mic. That's fine. <laughs> oh, oh I'm sweating from how funny this is. I need to see this <laughs> yeah, show. Yeah, come to the show. Nice. I mean, it's an hour of this, right? And it's stuff oh that God. I've actually, we've actually written. Yeah, so that was just off the nose. That's just, yeah, that's just <laughs> dumb things. I was just oh, thinking, like, the, the wholesome image of, like, a porch swing being corrupted yeah, by that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Turned a porch swing into a St. Andrew's cross. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, and it's funny, because... This is so much fun, but it also has that that yeah. sort of sacrilegious air at this oh, point. Oh yes, yeah. yep. But yeah. Uh, like when he passed, we were, we were. It was it was. It's still sad to this day. Yeah. Actually, our goal for for this show was that we hoped he would see it. Yeah. And on the way out, say with sort of a with a sparkle in his eye, I didn't hate it. <laughs> that was the dream. And that's uh, not going to happen. Uh-huh. Oh, he's looking down on you from from he- from yeah. CBC yeah. Heaven. I've been saying that that this show is probably making Stuart McLean turn over in his grave, but just so that he can get a better view. It's <laughs> <laughs> dark. I like it's a it though. Dark. Yeah. So 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 far, good responses. Have you performed it anywhere else or just in Vancouver? This so is the far? premiere. This yeah. is the so premiere. So we premiered to two sold out shows so far. Oh, holy which shit! Which is frankly kind of unheard of, and I'm feeling very humbled about it. And uh, we have four more shows left, <laughs> and tickets are going fast. So yeah. I better grab mine. Yeah. I think I um, I really want to see yours. I really want to see Megan Phillips' uh, Periscope. Oh yes, because I love our, Megan Phillips very much. Our shows share a director. Nice. They do, yeah. Jeff Laird directed both of our shows. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. I was I thought it was T J Daw that directed her show. T J but... did the dramaturgy for for Megan's show. Oh, I gotcha. I don't uh, know what that means. <laughs> well, he he helped her with the script. And okay. Out the story. What is, is that? What a dramaturgy is? Yeah. Yeah. Why did they? Why don't they just call it a script? Like a script doctor? Well, a, dra- <laughs> a dramaturge. A dramaturge is the person 
who okay. does the script doctoring. Oh, okay. Uh, which is the sort of Hollywood version of that. I term. see. Ooh. And uh, yeah, and it's because it sounds theater like people dark are, wizardry. Yeah, it's because theater people are dramaturged. <laughs> yes, they are. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking of like metallurgy, which mm. is uh, I think a. Scrabble thing that I had to investigate one time. I was like, I don't think that's a word. Oh, that's yeah. a very Tumblers. long Scrabble word. I don't know if that's real. I think it, someone had metal and then added lurgy. Oh. <laughs> I add lurgy to most things. Yeah. Just a little, just yeah. lurgy. Actually, I was lurging these beans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's what makes you so full of beans. <laughs> the nice thing about lurgy is it really makes the umami pop. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> You just love umami. I bought I bought umami paste from Trader Joe's oh, uh, in the states, uh, oh. thinking like, oh, this will be good for like. I thought it was like a specifically Asian paste, like that it would have miso in it or something. Right. It's just an MSG. No, actually. It's a very strange combination of things. There's tomato, and mm, then it right. gets like, then it's like anchovy, and then yes. some kind of cheese, and then oh, it's yeah. like some sort of weird mushroom, and mm. like possibly These something all the else. Umami staples. Umami, I say. I haven't used it yet, I'm afraid. <laughs> so many strange it's ingredients. Gonna so sounds good. really good, yeah. yeah. I'm going to throw it into some like uh, French onion soup or something. Um, sounds like J. Kenji Lopez Alt would approve. What? J. Kenji Lopez Alt. SeriousEats.com. The only man I'd follow to war. What? Yeah. Food war? Yes. Yeah. No, he is, he is. What is his name? The best. J. Kenji Lopez Alt. Um, it's an initial, J. J. Uh-huh. Kenji. He goes by Kenji. Okay. And his last name is Lopez Alt. Yeah, with a hyphen. hyphen. That must be so fucking hard to put into forms. <laughs> <laughs> the internet forms must be like, oh, you yeah, are yeah, definitely yeah. a robot, sir. Definitely well, not true. He's. he's He's kind of a big deal. He's so great. So people know him now. Um, <laughs> best <laughs> pie crust recipe Ooh. in the universe. He Fair. changed my life with yeah. his pie crust recipe. I have all these like food boys. I know. I'm not good at pie days. crust. I would be. Well, really you would into... be. Uh, and the trick is a food processor, which mm-hmm. seems counterintuitive because you generally don't want to overwork the gluten yeah. in, in, in God pie crust. Forbid. God forbid. It's true. But you want this is a to... two-step food processor situation where you do flour and butter for one stage and make it a big doughy ball Mm. then break that up into small pieces add another round of flour and then small pea-sized bits and it turns out amazing he also pioneered the reverse sear technique Mm. is that where you cook the meat low sous vide or something and then sous vide or just low in the oven like a like a roast yeah just like 225 and then Put the sear on after, yeah. and it maximizes your cooked pink flesh. Get that flesh. Maillard reaction. Exactly. Uh-huh. Minimizes the, the gray on the outside. Okay. That's, that's so good. Mm. Well, now I know, I guess. Dang it. I've been doing it the regular way this whole time. Like a chump. Hey. Anyway. <laughs> Another so tangent. Funny. I love him. You love him. I love him. He's a charming guy. You can see YouTube videos of him. J. Um, Kenji Lopez Alt. Mm-hmm. Genji. Kenji? Kenji. Kenji. Genji. Genji. What's Genji? It's a character from Overwatch. Overwatch. I was like, I know right. this from somewhere. I hate that I know this. Yeah. That's <laughs> all I know. No. Or, my wife does, and it's in my house constantly. Uh, or the protagonist of a uh, classic Japanese proto-novel. Oh. The Tale oh. of Genji by Lady Murasaki. Nerd. Yeah, it's 900 AD, <laughs> I, think, I believe, I think one of the first novels of all time. A long time ago. Something. It's really early. Like, yeah. it, it predates the European I was like, I was like, you fucking loser. I'm like, I know about that book, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I didn't, I would probably be fired because I've worked in Asian studies and world literature. So ha. I should probably know about that book. Mm-hmm. Actually. So. 
Yeah. So are you guys, are you sleeping at all? Like, how's your health as you do all this stuff? Because it's a really demanding thing. It's like right. being on tour, but at home. Slowly failing. Okay. <laughs> it's, you're good for like you the were, first You were really sick to start with, weren't you? I did have kind of a bad cold and uh, it got better and now it's getting slowly worse, but manageably worse. Okay. Yeah. Uh, good. Great. <laughs> I'm, I'm worried about you, buddy. Yeah. I mean, today was a little rough. Um, uh, part of the problem is after you go, you do your show, you go out, you flyer lineups, yep. uh, you see other shows and you do press uh, it's, I mean, it's this full-time gig, more than full-time gig. Mm-hmm. And then after all that, at the end of the night, you go to the fringe bar mm-hmm. <laughs> to like unwind, see your friends, have a drink, dance, whatever. And then you get up in the morning and do it again. And it's just, it's hard. So mm-hmm. there's a 12 hour rule. Okay. If you have a show in 12 hours, you go home, whatever time that is. So if oh. you have like a 6 PM show, sure. Stay up till 6 AM. That's fine. You got a, if you've got a one o'clock show, uh, you're going home at, at one. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. That's actually a good, good rule. Help. It's very yeah, sensible. I think, I think that's Chase Paget. He's the one I heard it from anyway. Uh, first. It's a very, it's an incredibly sensible rule. Yeah. I definitely mm-hmm. should have heeded that advice in Edinburgh because the bars are open till like five in the morning mm-hmm. there. It's too so. much. <laughs> you, weren't, you weren't doing fringe, but you were performing. I performed every day, sometimes twice oh, a day. Were you so booked much. every time or did you just like show up? I would get last minute calls. So I play the cello and. Mm. A bunch of friends of mine were running all the music stages all over Edinburgh, and so I'd get a call like in the afternoon, like, "Hey, we had a cancellation at five at the church. Can you come and play?" It's like, "Sure." So then I do an hour set, and so I just did that. Like I had some pre-booked, but then other days I would like busk or I'd like meet people, and they'd be like, "Oh, come sit in with me." Mm-hmm. So mm. then I would be like, "Okay, now I'm doing three shows today because I'm cool. sitting in with him and her and myself." Like it got you got you were already super talented before you left but i think that you got way better that's boot camp yeah, yeah. Sure. boot camp super hard your voice was different when you came back mm-hmm. from wow. Edinburgh. you like found your singing voice mm-hmm. and you were like so good on the old chelly well because i had to i didn't have my crutch of the loop station oh, i love loop station i know it's so fun but i just had a rented cello and my voice so i'm just like how do i make it work and like play these songs Best that are like possible. super 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 stripped down and like then my voice had to carry it so then i really yeah i developed a different Technique. Yeah, it was completely different when I came back. I was like, damn, yeah. it's like really, really cool. I feel like my voice has changed from doing this show. Yeah. Uh, I, so. I did a I did a month of rehearsal, uh, like daily, just trying to learn 60 minutes of straight storytelling. I talked right. the whole time wow. and uh, doing that impression the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I lost my voice midway through the month because uh, I am uh, bad at warming up. And <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. And then since then, it's I think it's dropped. Mm-hmm. Uh pretty significantly yeah, yeah, or like yeah. changed in, in time. I'm, I'm grateful I can still do the impression. I was really worried when my voice came back that it would sound wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's still there. But you're able to carry it a little bit sort of lower down. Yeah, exactly. Is, I think that's more sustainable. Yeah, right? it, it is. So it is a really like, yeah, that's where it gets all bad. Mm-hmm. That is where it gets all bad. So yeah, <laughs> discovering how to do it in the chest is exactly mm-hmm. what it was. This is the thing that I'm discovering is so good about <laughs> Oh, I did say that. I did just say that. <laughs> Why don't we do it in the chest? <laughs> that's that's the alien sex song. <laughs> nice. Oh, Thanks, God. guys. <laughs> I am a comedian sometimes. I've seen yeah. that DVD. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the alien alien. Pops. yeah. <laughs> It's got a name like Aileen. Like. Mm. Oh, God. Mm. Come on, Aileen. <laughs> Yeah, that works in the two ways, right? Aliens, midnight runners. (laughs) (laughs) Mean everything. Burst out of my chest. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, and then take a rest. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just a silly day. Yeah. Just dance on my breast. <laughs> yeah, this is what happens when art kids aren't stopped. Oh, yeah, there's nothing. <laughs> a lot of Neil deGrasse Tyson, go into schools and stop us before it continues. <laughs> yeah, make us engineers. That's yeah. what matters, right? Yeah. yeah. STEM. STEM. I'm going to make the world's most powerful dildo. <laughs> That, there's a fringe show in that. For sure. <laughs> the world's, oh, yeah. Everybody's going to go to a show called The World's Most Powerful Dildo. Yes. Yeah. 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 You know, and we need, need, note to we it need more uh, female uh, solo comedy shows. Yeah. Too, many, too many white dudes like us doing solo comedy shows. <laughs> We're part of the problem. Yeah. Save us. I need to do a show that isn't confessional and it isn't yeah. like about my my life's process. Yeah, so that's about, what I want to do something right. silly. Yeah, yeah. Do, yeah. do it about the big dildo. That's what I'm like... The I world's most powerful dildo. Oh, that's great. I demand you wear a lab coat. For it's, that oh my god, yes, in the stethoscope. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. you're not even that kind of doctor. Like, you never know when you're going to need it. Yeah. It's incredibly this important dildo's to powered by CERN. <laughs> Could God make a dildo so big even he couldn't fuck it? <laughs> Kyle, you're sincerely questioning the uh, philosophy of this question. Yeah. I am. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody else is just losing it, and you're like, huh, cool. Huh. <laughs> What's the verdict? Imagine the possibilities. God has a cloaca. <laughs> For sure that's true. He's <laughs> an efficient dude. Yeah. Or lady, I don't know. Yeah. Cloaca. 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 Yeah, right, yeah. It's yeah. Just... The everything hole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's another good that's title. Another... The everything hole. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, I love you both we're, already. We're, th- we're thinking about doing a Sea Hags Fringe show. Mm-hmm. I don't um, know how we would. But... I don't know how we would. It was a dream sort of when we first started the podcast. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, we'll have like, I don't know. Like, I wanted to do it at Edinburgh Fringe where it would be sort of like a talk show format. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you could invite somebody, like a new person every day to like recount their Fringe experience or like yeah, sort of whatever, oh, promo hello. their show kind of thing. Because what, oh, what I really loved um, was a few shows that I saw, like music, uh, music things where people would get a different person to come sit yeah. in with them and, like, be a guest. So every day it was different, so they actually got repeat totally. folks that would come and see it again. Mm-hmm. So, like, oh, I really like those songs, and you never know who's going to drop in and, like, yeah. play That's their own songs true. with somebody. It's pretty common. There's actually mm-hmm. some shows in the Fringe at Vancouver that are doing something similar, mm-hmm. cameo bits. Yeah. Uh, I did a cameo bit in a show called The Beer Show in Winnipeg. played Bob and Doug McKenzie with mm-hmm. Micah. Uh, Michael Outlandon, who's doing Beaver Dreams at this fringe. Oh, that's... I've heard about that one. Oh, it's so good. It is so good. Uh, And Micah did a cameo in this fringe in Mac Gordon's Six Fine Lines. There's a pizza delivery scene, and he gets a different (laughs) fringe artist to deliver the pizza. I don't know if he does it every show, but it it definitely happens sometimes. Nice. And then in Naturally, which is uh, by a couple of artists from Seattle, uh, they have two shows that they do. Uh, and the audience decides which show it's going to be at the top of the show. Oh, wow. So there's that kind of audience interaction, which is great. But they always have an audience plant that's another fringe artist. So when I saw it, it was uh, DK Reinemer. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Uh, but cool, DK man. has a show called Help, I'm an American. And it's sketch comedy. It's so funny. Nice. So it's, yeah, it's a really common thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, or not really common. It's fairly common and great. Yeah, always it's a good, awesome. I think, especially like, because the fringe here is two weeks or longer. Mm-hmm. Because, like, the Edinburgh, like, the month-long yeah. fringe. And I don't know if other fringes in Canada are long, <coughs> but they're all two-week runs kind of Two-week tops, yeah. 
And uh, so that seems a little more manageable to, like, sustain, I guess, unless you're doing all of them, which lots of people do um, travel. But, like, to do, like, a full month, like, I saw some stand-ups get really frustrated, like, I'm doing the same hour every day. That Mm. would be really, really hard. So, like, how Mm. do you mix it up? So, like, obviously some crowd work and doing some stuff, like, built into your set, and that's, like, what I wanted to do musically as well. But, uh, yeah, it just seems like you got to do something to mix it up a little bit or else you're going to get so frustrated. Well, what I'm realizing is the hardcore fringers who do tour it, it's like they're in summer camp for Mm. eight months. That's true. It's it's so much, and like they're having the most fun, Uh obviously, but they're also exhausted. It's also a roller coaster, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, in some ways, you're as happy as uh, your last show. Yeah, well, that's always true. Always true. Um, and then, like, you get a, a stinky review. You get a mean Colin Thomas review. That can just be such a kick to the guy. Fuck you, Colin Thomas. <laughs> Fuck Colin Thomas. You guys Fuck title Colin this Thomas. podcast? Maybe. We could, yeah, we do. We could call it Fuck Colin Thomas, yeah. but then F- Colin Thomas would review us negatively. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think The Everything Hole is maybe a better title for this one. <laughs> I like The Everything Hole. I think it's got to be that. Pretty good. So I don't know how that works into like promoting the Vinyl Cafe thing, but I don't care. That's just a great. Line. Oh, we'll, we will link to your show yeah. as aggressively as we possibly can. Uh, we could call it Fifty Shades of No, Dave, no, call it the Everything Hole. Call it the that's Everything so Hole. That's just you that's hate just it, amazing. but you like. I just it. don't like talking about titling the podcast on the podcast. It really oh, really? Oh, I love that. Steals the mystery. Uh, There's no mystery. I was listening to Mabimbap when they when they discovered <laughs> Mabimbam. Whatever it is, <laughs> my brother, my brother, and brother. <laughs> my, my, yeah, Mabim. My bu- my brother, my brother and my butt. No. Paul. <laughs> no, no, it's that podcast where brothers discuss yeah. Korean food. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. My bimmy bap. My bap. My bap, yeah. I'm 100% on board for that podcast. I know, that actually sounds really good. I just want to eat Korean food and listen to the brothers. But yeah, just hearing them talk about uh, shrimp heaven now. <laughs> shrimp heaven now! <laughs> Nico, like, we can't keep doing this! No, we can't! <laughs> You can't, you can't keep doing it. They're gonna be so mad. We referenced it if they ever found out. Uh, oh right, because we're only uh, we're not allowed to actually say it. No. Right, I forgot it's about too that. much. Why not? Oh, too you can't much. do a podcast joke on another podcast. No, 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 no. Just the whole joke during their podcast. Why are we talking about another podcast on this? We podcast? talk about that podcast a lot. On it's this so podcast. good. It's my favorite. Uh, the the whole joke was that that it was too good. It was too funny, and they didn't want to wear it out too soon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can only say one piece of it. So you oh, can yeah, just you can say tweet. shrimp. They're like, don't tweet shrimp heaven now at us all the time. Just do like just try like heaven or whatever heaven. or shrimp heaven when shrimp when? heaven when <laughs> Daniel will we ever find out what happened to Daniel <laughs> did he go to shrimp heaven <laughs> I hope for his sake He's he did yeah. all Daniels go to shrimp heaven <laughs> all Daniels go to shrimp heaven <laughs> oh my god you guys I'm really excited about your show and mm. I really want to see it I. Yeah, I can't wait to see you in the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be very you're easy gonna, to spot You're going to be shrieking the whole time. Oh, yeah. True. It'll be super easy to spot And me. if you sit front row, I will say some words directly to you. <laughs> and then I'll turn so red. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be the best. It'll be great for both of us and yeah. also terrible for me. <laughs> yeah. Just like Dave and Morley's sex life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> terrible, great for them, terrible for me. I don't know why I have to be here to watch you guys. It doesn't work if you're not. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> I will say my parents came yesterday. <laughs> and then they also saw the show. <laughs> <laughs> One of those is true. <laughs> well, I won't say which. <laughs> but uh, my dad's, you know, he's a bit of a prude. And, oh, I uh, remember. Yeah, Tom. Yeah, yeah I performed stand-up for them. And oh, it, 
it fucked me up for a little while. <laughs> yeah, for like a, you were the same after like a week or yeah, so. It, oh, you were at that didn't you? I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was oh god, just seeing Tom's weeks. face. Oh, he was so mad. How does he, he have sons? sons? And I you don't, don't even do like you don't no, do particularly you, dirty material. No, your stuff no. is like you charm, talk about charming and a cute hand job is about as dirty as it ever yeah. gets. Yeah. 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 Anyway, yeah. it wrong-footed me. Uh, so I was happy that Nico was performing. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I could look directly at your mother and say my dirtiest lines. Yeah, I didn't, but I thought about it. Sure. Um, but even he loved it, and I think that's. I think we did a good job of towing the line and getting up to the sort of filthy material, and then pulling back and just letting the audience. You know, a monster is scarier when you don't see it. <laughs> right. So you're talking about Dave. We're back to Dick Alien right now? now. Yeah, we're Jaws. <laughs> we're Jaws. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. is the Jaws of sex stories. <laughs> it's called Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> Does the dick pop out of the water? Oh, it's right out of the mouth. <laughs> I think we're gonna need a bigger. Condom. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, well, is there anything else you guys want to talk about about the show before I send you on your merry way to go and work another show? Yeah, right. I gotta go work Beaver Dreams, which really is a great show. Yeah, tell us about Beaver Dreams. Yeah, let's talk about Beaver Dreams. Um, it's, uh, It's by Lost and Found Puppet Co. So it's a puppet show, uh, and it's a clown show. And it's kind of a verbatim history of Maggie Winston's family cabin, where she she would go every summer, and her family's gone every summer for generations. Okay. Uh, and there are these beavers that live there, who also have go, gone back for generations. <laughs> and it's the two of them fighting for dominance over this lake. Oh, that's okay. So it's so charming. Is there's no uh, vagina jokes in it or anything. There's no vagina, but the beavers do get wet. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> that part is true. Uh, and it's oh damn God, good. Yeah, there's such pines. a it's goober. Great. I but love like, it. So there's, oh, there's, so uh, there's live recorded, or there's recorded footage of uh, her family talking about the cabins. So it has kind of this NFB feel to it. National okay. Film Board. It feels like one of those old documentaries they do nice. about the land boop, boop, boop. in Canada. Yes. Yeah. Um, so so that's the connection to our show, really, is the Canadiana side of it. Mm-hmm. But it's a very different show. It's, it's clown, and the puppets are so cute. These little beaver puppets. Aww. And they sell little beaver pins at the end of the show that are adorable, and you will want one. Okay. Um, yeah, it's a great show. I love that's at Havana? That's at Havana. Uh, there's a show today, so after will this be there podcast. will be very shortly. Uh, yeah, has come out, but uh, yeah, the show's all week. Uh, Beaver Dreams, it's on Facebook. Yeah. Any any it. other shows you guys want to like plug for your friends or? Uh, so many. There's uh, so many going. Periscope like, most, for sure. Mostly just go to Fifty Shades though. Yeah. Well, no, no. Go, no. Go, go, go see lots. Go take go a risk Periscope. on something you don't mm-hmm. know anything no. about. That's Ma- the heart of the friend. Megan Phillips is one of the most emotionally honest performers I've yeah, ever met in my great. life, and she's just a beautiful soul. And yeah. I think people should listen to her. She has a lot to say. Uh. I, I want to plug uh, a David Lynch wet dream. Is ah. that a show? It's a show. Oh okay. my god! I know someone I need to take to that. Yeah. Oh, it's so great. Uh, I saw it in Regina, and it was my favorite show of Regina Fringe. I've plugged it so much because I'm just in love with the show. It's the weirdest Fringe show I have ever seen. Weirdest Fringe show you've ever seen? Wow. Yes. Wow. And I mean, the t- the title tells you what it is. It's it is that. Yeah. Uh, but it's beautifully put together. It, okay. Clearly, just an enormous amount of work and talent went into making this thing making this weird fucking show. <laughs> so go see it. It's great. Uh, and she had her first performance canceled. Oh, no. Because there was a power outage on Granville Island. Oh, shit. And she got the brunt of it 
our venue still had power, so we got her audience, oh. and now it is my cosmic duty to send audience back to her. Nice. But I was David. plugging it well before that happened. It's All just right. a great show. Yeah, I'm really excited to see uh, Nancy Kelly's two shows. Mm. Um, Kenny. Kenny. Nancy Kenny. I just oh, met her. Great. She's instantly lovely. Yeah. Okay. Um, your princess is in another castle. Oh, yep. I heard about that. It's great. Uh, Saw it in Winnipeg. Yeah. Everyone or everybody. I think it's everybody dies in December. Everybody dies in December. Yeah, yeah. I think they're both going to be great. Yeah. Um, huh. um, and I saw Field Zoology 101 the other day, which was very funny. There's lots. There's, There's so, so much. much. Cool. You I haven't done like a fringe thing in a long time where you just go, you put your sneakers on, you just kind of go from show to show to show, and Do it's it. like it's the best. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna see what's available tomorrow because I got the day off, so I might as well nice. check something mm-hmm. out. So yeah. during the week, it starts at five. It's all okay. evening stuff. Cool. Um, yeah, well, thank you so cool. much for having us yeah, on the absolutely. podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so for fun. coming. What is your right. venue that you guys are We're at well? Studio 1398. Okay. Uh, our next show is tonight at 9.55 p.m. I don't know if that'll be before or after this podcast That, comes that will out. be before. Before. Okay, so that was Sunday, 9.55. You missed it. Sorry. Um, <laughs> and then our next show is Tuesday at 5 p.m. Okay, so that's 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 going to be a same day for some people, and if they get this message quickly enough, they can hopefully scamper out and see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. or next Saturday and Sunday, September 15th and 16th. Okay, we have, right. We have Shows. Yeah, I'll be to see at least one of them. So, Perfect. Oh, yeah. can't wait to see your Excellent. face in the crowd. A beautiful yeah. face. Okay, have, well, have thank a, you. Have a super fun rest of your day. Thank you. And you too. Catch you another time. And right. in, <laughs> a little bit. And just little... remember, everybody, uh, be good to each other. <laughs> and take someone you love by the hand and put it where you want that hand to really be. <laughs> That's it for us. Goodbye. <laughs>